He's hit that beautifully. That is a glorious shot. Oh, that's big from McDermott. That's the biggest of the night. And a green light that for may that. go out of the ground. It does. Wow. That's exactly what George Bailey wants to do. Get the game over in a hurry. Over cover for a big six. Maxwell. Well, this time he goes reverse away on the leg side. That is an unbelievable shot. Possibly the shot of the big bash so far. It is a very warm welcome to our very special BBL preview edition of the Cricket Library Weekly to our resident host, Robbie McKinlay. G'day, Matty. G'day, listeners. And it's nice to be back ready for BBL 10. Would you believe it? We've hit double figures, Matt. Double figures. I have a nine-year-old living in my house, so he's only missed one. BBL season, and I tell, I, I tell you what, it's the talk of the Ellis household at the moment at Barabadeen. Uh, okay. we, we've been sitting down analysing the squads, and we're just so excited about tomorrow night. And so what we're going to do, or tomorrow night, it might be tonight if you're listening on Thursday, Robbie and I are recording this on, on Wednesday, the night before, sort of like the Christmas Eve for Big Bash, and... Let's have a look at the squads. We're going to take you through them. We've also got some special comments from Johan Botha, who's rejoined the Hobart Hurricanes. He's been kind enough to give us some time to chat about his return to the Big Bash. And let's kick things off, Robbie, with the reigning champions, the team that people are going to be looking to take down, the Sydney Sixers. Yeah, well, they just keep um, performing, don't they? Last year, they... Well, I don't know about upset, but they, they overcame the Melbourne Stars who were in red, red hot form. Uh, it was a bit rain affected by memory floats back yeah. to that final at the SCG. But uh, no doubt about them, they've got that nice ability to stay in the contest and probably a very even performance, don't they? They don't really, um, that they, everyone in their squad contributes. And I think that's the biggest strength with the Sixers. So, it, you, it would be foolish to say that they won't be up there again. The big one for me that I'm really interested in seeing is uh, Carlos Brathwaite and yeah. Dan Christian. Yeah. A couple of real uh, movers and shakers, Matt Ellis. Oh, Dan Christian is going to set the big bash a lot. He, he's won so many titles at so many different franchises. He's an excitement machine, capable with both bat and ball. And he's already scored some some runs in the, the trial game against the Thunder. Look out for him. Also look out for Josh Felipe. I think he's going to have another big season. And yep. Daniel Hughes at the top of the order, always very reliable. Not to mention all of their other superstars that are in the mix as well. There's so many of them. The likes of Sean Abbott, Moses and Reeks, Mitchell Stark, Nathan Lyon. It's, it's an impressive list, the... Sydney Sixers, and I, I think they'll be contending again in BBL 10. Now, the runners-up from BBL 09, the Melbourne Stars, will this be their year, Robbie? Can they break the drought? Can they break the drought? Well, yes, they can, but will they? Let's have a look who they've got in. Uh, Billy Stanley comes in from the Adelaide Strikers and Liam Hatcher, so they've got some genuine pace there, and... Uh, here, Khan will be an interesting one. 
of course, um, in, from in, in from the Brisbane Heat. But um, Will Pekoski, well, you know, will he get an opportunity? In some ways, we hope he won't because that would mean that he would be playing test cricket, although he has had that setback, obviously, with a concussion from from Moyne yesterday. But, um, yeah, they lose Peter Hanscom down to the Hurricane, Daniel Worrell to the Strikers. So, look, I think when they've got their best side out there, they're in great shape. When you've got Marcus Thornis and Nick Maddinson, Glenn Maxwell potentially in your top four, um, they're going to be good. They do need them to perform, though, Matt, because they can get in trouble in around that number seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, MP Stoinis last year, the BKT Golden Hat wearer for most runs in BBL. He had an incredible season. He's been overplaying with the Delhi Capitals in the IPL. He'll be raring to go. Zampa's leg breaks provide an excellent option in there as well. And you mentioned him earlier, Liam Hatcher. He's spent the last three or so years at the Sydney Thunder, hasn't had any game time in the Big Bash. But his cricket has been progressing quite nicely and will provide a very handy pace option if they choose to use him, not to mention Nathan coulton in the mix there as well. So plenty of good options for the Stars. And I think, Robbie, there's someone who's very excited about the Big Bash, and that's our resident cricket librarian, Matt Fiction. And we're going to bring him into the program earlier than normal. He's got a haiku. Oh, he's, nice. he's, he's been busting this one out in the library this week. He's that excited. Let's have a listen. Wall-to-wall cricket. Not much time for reading books. BBL is back. Not much time for reading books, Robbie McKinlay. The Big Bash is back. Wall-to-wall cricket. How good. Well, Matt, Fiction is excited. And uh, Matt, Fiction, I, I, I didn't take the call. He left me a message, of all things, um, two days ago. Okay. Which was great to hear from him. And, Matt, I haven't it, – it's not part of the mailbag, but I have had an inquiry from a, um, a good friend of mine who loves the Cricket Library Weekly podcast – and they would love one uh, just at some point, Matt, if you could tell us a little bit more about Matt Fiction, his background. Yeah, definitely we can do that. Um, unfortunately, he's not listed in any of the BBL squad, so we won't do that tonight. But certainly no. well worth giving our listeners some background. Uh, the Cricket Library YouTube channel actually has some of Matt Fiction's work on there. I uh, did a popular series called Roadside Reviews. We might be best to direct people to there in the interim. But, yeah. but Robbie, let's talk about the Sydney Thunder because I don't think we really have mentioned the Sydney Thunder much, well, at least on tonight's show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of their squad? I, I really like it. I'm tipping they could be one of the more mentioned teams, franchise, Matt. That's my tip. <laughs> um, I do like it. It's an interesting uh, Mark War, the sort of self-appointed governor of the Thunder, he was quite buoyant about their chances uh, listening to the um, to the Death Hole T20 match um, last night in SCG. But, yeah, hey, if Alex Hales has a big season, um, that will be massive. Usman Kawaja, I always found that he played really well. He played a massive part in that um, inaugural win by the Thunder. Yeah. Cal Ferguson's there. A couple of these guys who appear to be discarded, you know, from, from higher honours, but they've got a big role to play with Sydney Thunder. 
can the likes of uh, Daniel Sam, Chris Green continue their emergence? There's a lot of experience in that side, Matt. You have a look at it. You throw in uh, uh, Alex Ross, Ben Cutting, these types, Chris Tremaine. And the one that I think if he has Biggie, one of the best um, T20 slow bowlers in Australia, John O'Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I'm buoyant about it, Matty. I think they can do really well. Yeah, I think Ben Cutting is one of the best pickups of the off-season. Uh, he'll, he'll provide excellent hitting power. And, and another option with the ball. And someone who we haven't seen in the Big Bash yet, but we've seen in Sydney Premier Cricket, Oliver Davies. He yes, absolutely Davies. smokes them. So if he gets a chance in that 11, uh, expect some fireworks because he will light the Big Bash up when given the opportunity. Yeah. And just uh, the other overseas players, Sam Billings and AF Milne, Adam Fraser Milne from New Zealand, Looking forward to seeing him in action as well. He's played, I think he had a bit of time with the Mumbai Indians there in the yeah. IPL. So, some. Hey, Matty, um, I reckon there'd be a little bit of uh, sadness around you. A couple of your favourite players leaving the squad um, Chris Chuck Morris and um, Liam Bow. Yes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, it's no secret I'm a massive Liam Bow fan. So. Mm. I'm hoping he'll pop up somewhere in the Big Bash this summer. He, I, the thing that I, I'd be interested to know what effect him not wearing glasses last summer had. Apparently, mm. uh, word my my sources at the cricket library uh, said that he actually had laser eye surgery last season. Okay, and that's why he wasn't sporting the glasses. And he's been trying to sort of uh, shed that wizard nickname. Yeah, unsuccessfully. So I'd, I'd love to um, I'd love to see Liam Bow back in action at some stage somewhere. I had a um, opening bowler once tell me Matt that I'd probably need laser eye surgery too. That was a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's some helpful advice you sometimes get from fast bowlers, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> a very very friendly group as uh, as a all general. in good spirit. Yeah. Now the Adelaide Strikers, Robbie. Mm. They, they've they been there or thereabouts on paper, a, a, a very accomplished-looking squad. What, what are your summations on the list they put together un, under Jason Gillespie there? Interesting one. Uh, Jake Lehman delisted, which is interesting. He just, he just sort of yeah, really lost it. Uh, we've already mentioned uh, Billy Stanley has uh, gone to the stars. Um, interesting one for me. I'm not sure what you know about him. I think one of the um, English players, Danny Briggs. Um, I haven't. I don't know a lot about uh, Briggs, but I'm interested to get your thoughts. Um, good to see Harry Conway back there for another go at it, and Rashid Khan from Afghanistan, of course, one of the greats. But he look, the BBL wouldn't start without Rashid these days. Woody, he is a brilliant. Michael Neese, I know you're a massive fan of him, and um, Phil Salt, another one of these English players. You know, can he shake it up a bit? Yeah. Well. Um uh, just back on Dr. Briggs, Danny Richard Briggs, uh, bowls bowls a bit of left arm orthodox, and yep. uh, apparently hits him pretty well. So I'm okay. keen, I'm keen to see him. I, I, he's from Sussex, I think, in the English county system, and uh, has represented England in one solitary one day international back in 2012. 
So he had a fair while ago. Yeah, wasn't he? A fair so while still ago. on the scene. Still on yeah. the scene. Uh, fairly tall, sort of um, a bit taller than than myself. I'm sort of in a, around the one seventy five and a half centimeters mm. mark. He's sort of around the one eighty or probably one eighty three centimeter mark. Uh, so he'd he'd probably be good at putting books on the top shelf um, ah. in, the, in, the, ah. in the library. Pretty tall for a left arm ortho, to be fair. Um, yep. So yeah, looking looking forward to seeing seeing how he goes in the blue energy of the Adelaide Strikers. Uh, I'm really excited about Harry Conway, someone I love watching play, uh, and he's a real larger than life character. And if you bowl back of a length outside off stump to Jake Weatherald, um, look out! Look out! Because. Yep, yeah, well, I'd love to see him on. And John John O'Wells, um, bit of a fan of his work as well. So, the oh, sorry, the other one there, M.T. Renshaw coming in from the Brisbane yeah. Heat. That's a, that's a really good pickup, I think, for the strikers. And I, I think he provided some good options with the ball last season. And his his batting in the in the short format has been really good as well. So, a lot to like about the strikers. Yeah, I hope Matty Runshaw has a really big year too. It might be just what he needs, Matty, a bit of a bit of a break, something a little bit different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, wish him well. I, I love my left-handers, as you know, Matt. And um, he's, a bit, he's had some good pre-season form in uh, Brisbane grade cricket. So, yeah, fingers crossed for um, Matt Renshaw. Absolutely. Well, Robbie, we're going to hear a little chat I had with Johan Botha because we're going to have a look at the Hurricane squad in just a moment. So let's... Take a breather, you and I, and let's have a listen back to Johan Botha from the Hobart Hurricanes. And it's a big welcome back to the Big Bash for another season for Johan Botha, and it must be exciting. Oh, very exciting, Matt. Uh, I think the last time we started uh, definitely wasn't in the pipeline, but uh, things have changed a little bit over the the last few weeks, so uh, excited to to uh, play a play a bit again. Yeah. So, how, how did the conversation start? When when did you sort of have that little inkling that you might be making a return? Um, I chatted to Ben Rora during the Shield Hub in Adelaide, and he's assistant coach with the Hurricanes and Tasmanian Tigers. And uh, oh, just during the first Shield game, we just had a little chat. He asked me. You still interested in playing? Do you miss it and things like that? And yeah, I said obviously miss it. I miss competing and and those types of things. But um, didn't you know really think it's going to go that way? So he said, "Let's leave it with me." And then uh, he spoke to the head coach Adam Griffith. And uh, after that game, you know, we had a Zoom chat, and uh, he asked, "You you still want to do it? Um, there's a spot for you." Um, and it's, it's really up to you. But, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And then, obviously, with that little outbreak in Adelaide about three weeks ago, that almost put an end to it again because oh, if the wow. borders were closed, I wouldn't be able to travel. So that's why it only came out this week. So it was sort of in the pipeline. But, um, you know, we had to keep it quiet, see how the, what the borders were, you know, where that was going. And um, once everything was clear, I was allowed to travel. You know, I came down to Hobart uh, last Saturday. Oh, awesome. And and how's it been uh, with the squad down there? Oh, it's been really good. I think, obviously, 
a good thing is that I've played with this group before, um, you know, my last season a couple of years ago. So it's nice not coming into a whole new team, you know, sort of at this stage of my career. There's obviously a few different players um, and, you know, you always get different internationals. But luckily with internationals, I know them too. I know them really well. So, you know, it's a nice fit. It's a group that I know and, uh, you know, the boys have welcomed me back in and, you know, now it's almost uh, go time. We, we start the campaign tomorrow night. Yeah, big big game tomorrow night against one of your former teams, the Sydney Sixers. Do you, do you always have a, a little bit of an extra uh, effort when you're putting in against one of your former teams? <laughs> um, oh, not really. I, I know, you know, obviously a few of those guys really well. Played three years with the Sixers um, and they're obviously defending champions. So a team that, that you know, obviously won the last one, um, they'll be happy with that. They got their, that monkey off their back. Um, and in the you know three or four games that they played so far, they played really well. So it's going to be a tough match for us tomorrow. But um, you know our guys are all really excited to to get going and you know test ourselves against one of the best teams straight away. Yeah, and and as a senior player yourself, are you looking forward to having input with some of the the younger guys in the squad? Will Parker in the squad, a young leg spinner from Victoria. Have you had much to do with him yet? Oh, we've had a few practice games during the week. Um, so I've seen, I've seen Will Bowl. Um, very exciting, you know, young leggy. Um, you know, hopefully along the way we can, you know, have a lot of chats. We can both get in the net, um, you know, talk things through. He's obviously had some success in shield cricket, but, uh, you know, T20 cricket is a little bit different. And I'm sure it's going to be a great learning, you know, curve for him. He's going to watch international leg spinners bowl, um, obviously against us. And uh, when Sunday gets here later in the tournament, you know, it's another international leggy that will be on the outside. So he's going to have some great opportunities. Um, you know, I've, I've been coaching a little bit now in the last few years. I've had some good leg spinners in my team. So these guys are always willing to help and to chat. I know Imran Tahir is, is excellent with that. He's, he's almost too kind. He wants to help every leg spinner in the world <laughs> get better. He's, you know, at Guyana, we... We would finish a game and the opposition next minute, he would take him for bowling in the middle after the game. So, oh, wow. You know, at times you think, Imi, we still got to play them again. Don't show <laughs> them too much. But, uh, you know, he's just so keen and passionate about next and bowling. So I'm sure, you know, if I mention to him, he'll definitely chat to Will and, you know, he'll show him some of his tricks. He's not scared to show young guys. He's, you know, 41 years old. I don't think he needs to prove anything more. He just wants to uh, help young guys get better. Oh, that's a great attitude, and and so good for the world game to be to sharing those resources and 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 that um, craft of spin bowling and and sharing the. Sharing the love, I guess, around the world. Now, Peter Hanscom will be your skipper. Have you had much to do with Peter Hanscom before? Uh, not a lot. Obviously, played quite a bit against him in my three years at the Redbacks, and then you know. Oh, not so much strikers. He only started when I was at the Sixers. So, you know, obviously watched him play. Obviously, an international player. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've, from playing against him, I know him. But uh, it's nice to have him on the same team for once. He's obviously, you know, a skillful batter. Um, he'll have to take the gloves now with Ben McDermott uh, going up to Aussie A. Um, so, he's got to have quite a lot on his plate tomorrow night. But, um, you know, we, we're going to, you know, do our best to make his job a lot easier on the field. And just finally, how's the body holding up? I, I see you've been 
continuing with your training regime. You've been putting lots of kilometres on the legs and uh, you're feeling in mint condition, ready to get back into it? Yeah, definitely. I've sort of tried to keep the running going this week. Um, you know, I think with Matt's day tomorrow, I might just go for a walk or <laughs> even just have a, have a complete day off. But I'm sort of trying to build up to games and then the day before go a little bit lighter. Matt's day, you know, try and be as fresh as possible. Um, it's obviously fast-paced cricket, which, you know, I have to get used to again. I haven't, you know, played big bass cricket in a little while. Um, so you need to be as, as ready as you can. I've, I feel good at the moment. Um, I think the last time I was with the Hurricanes, I had a few niggles, had to have cortisone injections and stuff to get through games. But uh, this time I feel really good. And, you know, now you can just focus on competing with the batsmen and, and when you've got batting and to compete with the bowlers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we wish you all the best for the season, Johan. Thanks so much for coming back to have another chat with us on the Cricket Library podcast. And um, we'll be keeping keeping track of your progress throughout the season. We hope it's a good one for you. Great, sir. Thank you very much, Matt. And a massive thanks to Johan Botha. He's a return guest to the library, Robbie. Of course, those who missed it earlier this year, we caught up with Johan in a full-length uh, podcast. So if you want to go back to the podcast feed and do a search for that one, it's well worth a listen if you haven't heard it already. But some great insights there on his return to the BBL, Robbie. Yes, and speaking of the Hurricanes too, Matt, they have had some changes, haven't they? Um, you obviously mentioned Johan Bolter, uh, Tim David across from the Scorchers, Peter Hanscom down from the Melbourne Stars. Colin Ingram's always an interesting one, isn't he, Dick? The bulldozer. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fan. I like Cole Ingram. Uh, Will Jack's out of England. Um, Sandy Lamashane is back, which is great. But, um, Jared Milan, he's the one. Oh, that we, can, um, yes. we can see a bit of him. I'm not sure we're going to see him early days, but if they can get him over here, um, he'll be big. But I see your uh, – well, I'm not sure if he's related to you, Matty, but Nathan Ellis, just his stocks continue to rise a little bit in, in Australian cricket, mainly through your promotion. <laughs> um, no, no, he's a, he's a very talented player. But the one I want to see a little bit more of is um, all the way from Guyana in the West Indies is um, Kimo Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, isn't it great we've got some West Indies superstars coming to the Big Bash, Robbie? It's oh, a, it's, it's, it, adds the, it just adds that little bit extra, that, that bit of flair. They've got that lay back in the – the crowd's warm to him, don't they? And particularly the TV audience as well. So, no, um, I'm really looking forward. He's one of the guys I've got marked down as um, just uh, keep an eye on this young fella. Yeah, definitely. And good to see Ben McDermott get an opportunity in the Australia A squad. He'll be um, he'll be missing in that game, that opening game of the season. And looks like Peter Hanscom, as mentioned by Johan Botha, will be having a fair bit to do with the gloves and the captaincy there against okay, the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, another player that I'm interested in, James Faulkner. Mm. He, he's kind of been the forgotten man of short format cricket recently, but certainly has a lot to offer still, I believe. And the one we mentioned to Johan as well, young Will Parker. Now, you and I, we were in the commentary box for his Sheffield Shield debut earlier this year back in February. And didn't he go about his work quite nicely, Robbie? Yeah, I was very impressed with Will Parker, young legs. Of course, he uh, quite a promising AFL footballer too. 
Um, Sydney Swans might have had a little bit of interest in him there for a while. But it looks like he's going to stick the journey with the cricket at this stage. So, yeah, we thought he bowled beautifully uh, at the SCG on that occasion. Uh, we caught up with the parents on the way out too, Matt, which was always nice. And, lovely yeah, those, people. Uh, lovely people. And, um, yeah, very level-headed. You can see why young Will is such a balanced young man. And I think that'll be a nice little change. He'll nip, nip down to Hobart and um, enjoy, enjoy his BBL. Should be, um, I, I think he'll get plenty of opportunity too, Matt. Yeah, and we should give a quick shout-out too to one of our loyal listeners uh, via the social networks on Twitter, Fraser Middleton. He had a sort of an online Matt's Mailbag question around the Hobart Hurricanes. He really likes them, Robbie. Yeah. Do He's you on like, the cane train. Do, do you like them enough to be on board the cane train for BBL 10? Look, I don't want to sit on the fence here for Fraser because I know I'm probably hanging out for this, but... Um, Oh, Maddie, I'm not sure. I, I look. I don't think they're going to see a lot of Maddie Wade, which yep. they really going to need. Um, how much are they going to see a Darwin Milan? This is the other thing. Um, can Can Nathan Ellis and Riley Meredith get the get the job done with the ball? Um, for mine, Matt, I've got them just missing. So I'm sorry for Fraser, but for mine, it's not quite in that top four. Okay, well, there's yeah. yeah. Okay, that's ominous signs there. It looks like we can pencil the Hurricanes in for a victory. Uh, Robbie. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you've done you've done the, the the entire Hurricanes supporter base a, a massive favour there, Robbie. Uh, now, Perth Scorchers, they say West is best. How are these guys looking? I always like the look of the Scorchers on paper. They've been uh, the perennial performers in the Big Bash, particularly in that rain under under Justin Langer there in the early days of the competition. I quite like the look of these guys on paper as well, Robbie. I'll give you two names, Matt Ellis, that I think can take the Scorchers very deep in this competition. Mitch Marsh, captain, yep. and Ashton Turner. Now, oh, you and I both, we yeah. both watched Ashton Turner not very often you see a, very much a high 30. He made a 30 or 40 at the Sydney showgrounds in a game against the Sydney Thunder. By gee, he, he brought that game back from the dead. He, yeah. It was all but done, but he's powerful hitting in that. I still think Ashton Turner has got some higher honours coming his way in Australian cricket. I'm a massive fan of him. I like their bowling attack. Jai Richardson, yeah. Jason Berendorf, and Andrew Ty. Hey, what about old Farwad Ahmed? I'm yeah. sure he's got a few more tricks up his sleeve, Matty. He hasn't finished yet. Well, you know something interesting, uh, an interesting stat on Jason Berendorf. He, he yeah. is the only player in the Big Bash to be born in the same hospital as me. <laughs> That's an exclusive. That's an exclusive world first. I don't think you'll find another player in the, in the Big Bash born... Born, born in Camden wow. Hospital. So, well, you answered my next question. So, it was Camden, <laughs> Camden Hospital. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. was he was a fair bit after my time in there. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy eight, was my one and only visit there. Um, and Jason Berendorf a few years after. But yeah, he, he'll be waving the Camden flag proudly, Good on him. no doubt. Uh, another cricketer I really like. Oh, two actually. I'll give you two more in this list. Um, Sammy Whiteman, I reckon when yeah. if he can get himself going, he, he will be an excitement machine. And someone we've seen doing a great job in the Sheffield Shield so far, his glove work is exemplary, Josh Inglis. 
I think they're, t- oh, they're two names that, that I'll be keeping a very close eye on in the Scorchers lineup this season. And it is going to be a good one. Liam Livingston back as well, which is a hey, positive for them as, as well. And Matty also Colin Munro back. Yeah. Um, Kiwi, great to see. He's just a business-like sort of a cricketer, isn't he? Just one of those blokes, Matty, you, you'd sort of employ him, wouldn't you? Because you, he, he just gives an honest day's work. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I, yep. I like the way he goes about his business as well and a lot to like about what he'll have to offer at the Perth Scorchers this summer. Another one, uh, Joe Clark uh, from Nottinghamshire, uh, right-handed wicketkeeper batsman as well. I don't know if they'll really need another set of gloves over there because I'd imagine uh, Inglis and Whiteman would probably have that covered. But the, the young yep. 24-year-old... Uh, we'll we'll do a job as an overseas and hopefully make a name for himself over here. Joey Clark, eh? Well, Clark, the famous name in Australian cricket, as we know. So, and Cameron Gannon um, comes down from the heat. I know you're a bit of a fan of Cameron Gannon, so let's hope all goes well. Because Cam Gannon, um, originally, is he a WA lad? Oh, no, he's actually born in Borkham Hills, Robbie. Oh, but, there you go. But it's in right. Queensland. Not in Camden. That? No. <laughs> well, that's pretty close. He's just not that far from Camden Hospital. Not, so too, not too far. Not too far. That's incredible. Well, Robbie, we're going to have another another quick little uh, chance to catch our breath, and then when we come back, we will hear all about the heat and the renegades. Make sure you stay with us right here on the Cricket Library Weekly. Hi, this is Renee Farrell, and you are listening to the Cricket Library Weekly with Robbie McKinlay and Matty Ellis. One of our more popular guests on the Cricket Library podcast, Renee Farrell. Nice of her to do a little uh, bit of extra work for us there, Robbie. Yes, and good to see Renee back playing club cricket in Sydney for the uh, her beloved St. George. Oh, Doing that's... very well. Yeah. Yeah, that's great stuff, yeah. Really enjoyed her work during the WBBL as well. Now, Robbie, we've got two teams to go, the Brisbane Heat and the Melbourne Renegades. Let's have a look at the boys from north of the border. On paper, I look at this team and I think they're Mm. going to light things up. But unfortunately, last year, they didn't really show the – the potential that I thought that we'd see from them, but what what are you what are your makings of their squad of twenty this year? Bit of change in the squad, Matt, hasn't there? You know, some big outs like Benny Cutting going down to Sydney Thunder, um, Cam Gannon, Scorchers, uh, Joshy Layla, and Jimmy Patterson have all gone. They've gone back down to the Renegades. No Matthew Renshaw, no AB to Billy. So there's a lot of class there. Um, yeah. The replacement, well, Tommy Cooper's a good one up from the Melbourne Renegades. I reckon Tommy will really enjoy if he can get some home games going up there at the um, Gabba. Um, Mornay Morkel, that's an interesting one, Matty, from the uh, season there for Perth Scorchers. He's come back up to Brisbane. He might enjoy the conditions up there. And and the much-travelled Simon Malenko, who's um, working his way back a little bit closer to home, of course, born in northern New South Wales. Um, he's made the move from the Hurricanes. But I think guys like um, Maxie Bryant, we yeah. mentioned Tommy Cooper, Need to have really big season. And, of course, can Chris Lynn really light it up? That's going to be the thing, Matt. He, he, I think he hit 26 in club cricket, T20, a yeah. couple of weeks ago. And one of my favourite players in domestic cricket, 
Jimmy Pearson. Yes. Matty, I'm a massive fan of him. Um, I, yeah, he just, he didn't, uh, Jimmy's not one of those guys, always in the contest, and he's a, he'll be a big part of the fabric of that side. A little bit of pressure, I guess, on Darren Lehman to, um, improve on the seventh place from last year. But, um, they will entertain. There'll be some ups and downs with the heat. But uh, they will entertain, Matty. I'm going to make a very bold statement here, Robbie. Oh, hello. I am predicting Chris Lynn will wind back the clock to when he was at his destructive best for the Heat, and we can expect some absolute mayhem from him with the bat this season. I'm expecting him to go absolutely ballistic. So I, And he is the kind of player that almost single-handedly could be be putting the heat in unlosable positions in games with his bat. So there you go. There you go. Wow. Well, well, there's some would say that he, you know, I wouldn't say he's been sitting on his bat in the last few years, uh, Matty. You know, he's been blazing a bit. You're, you're thinking he's, gonna, he's just going to take it up another he, notch, which is scary. He's, he's going to take it to the next level this season. I'm, I'm really excited about it, and I reckon it's going to be very good to watch. Mitch Swepson, when he's available, uh, possible he might have some higher honours throughout the season as well. His leg yep. breaks will be, be very handy. And the overseas players, uh, Mujib, he's, a, he's always a bit of a handful. And then, of course, a couple of other Poms joining their list. Yeah. Lewis Gregory. Louis Gregory. Yeah, and, and Dan Lawrence. So there's, there's some good names. I couldn't tell you too much about them, to be honest, Matty. Uh, they don't, uh, uh, Gregory and Lawrence, but um, let's hopefully do hear a bit about them. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that your um, notebook will have some very keen notes on yeah. those players after you get a good look at them in the initial stages of their time in the Big Bash. Now, the Melbourne Renegades, Robbie, oh. um, where where do we go for the Renegades? They, they've got some improvement to do. Well, can, they, can they do it in BBL 10? They were the winners uh, back in BBL 08. They beat the Melbourne Stars in the final. A bit of a, a surprise to a lot of people there. Uh, then they kind of fell off the radar a bit last summer. Is that a nice way of saying it? And yeah. And then there's so much work for them to do this season. Some players I like, Robbie, young Sam Harper, really yep. good work ethic, uh, exciting with the bats, bit of a pocket dynamo, great with the gloves, looking forward to seeing him. Sean Marsh, can we see the best of Sean Marsh again? I think we can. Uh, and then there's some unknown quantities uh, Jake Fraser McGurk, he's looked impressive from what I've seen of him so far. But they're yep. going to be relying heavily, heavily on the big dog, Aaron Finch. Yeah, look at, hey, throw in Sean Marsh too, Matty. Um, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of Sean Marsh. He happens to bat on the left hand side of things. Um, yeah, um, Riley Russell, the uh, overseas star from South Africa. Yeah. And get him on the park. I'm seeing a few positives here. Not a bad um, Cameron Boyce. Yeah, as uh, you know, uh, Kane Richardson. Yep. Um, I, I, the other one who I think is just one of going to be a star of Australian cricket, Will Sutherland. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. So you know, I'm I, I'm not sure. How funny they go from winning it one year to last the next, but that's probably you know that's 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 the nature of the game, isn't it? it um, is. 
it, you're right. What you said before, like I can beat around the bush as much as I like. Aaron Finch is going to play a big part in this, isn't it? Finch is there. If Finch is having one of those years. And if Sean Marsh can be there alongside him, uh, they may not lose too many wickets, Matt Ells. There yeah. you go. Yeah, Mohammed Nabi as well. When when he can have his involvement, uh, and Imran Tahir, as we heard from Johan, yeah. both are still a very yep. vital cog in the wheel for the Melbourne Renegades, and a man who's taken a hat trick in BBL cricket, J.K. Layla, Josh Layla, coming down from the Correct. Brisbane Heat, the journeyman. I think we can call him a journeyman now. He's played for the Sixers, the Thunder, the Heat, and now the Renegades. Gee, his, his wardrobe would be looking very smart, I reckon. He'd have he'd have yeah. he'd have quite the colour combination there. I like that. I really do. And you would and, have indeed. And just a really calm head on his shoulders, Josh Slade. A real a real thinker and someone that will add a bit of wisdom to the group as well. So yeah, interest it'll be an interesting season, I think, for the Renegades. And I I can't see them making the top four, Robbie. But No and I, I've been I wrong. Yeah, Harry Gurney will be a loss too. Yeah. And, but, yeah, what worries me about it is the loss of Tom Cooper and Dan Christian. So Yeah. Yeah. But out of all that, Matty, I think you can you can stack a case for most sides. And then I think it's just sides like the Gage and maybe the Heat, you think, might just have the more obvious weakness if there's one there, whereas some of the sides like, um, you know, we see the six is just going to be pretty consistent for their the strikers. So, but are we are we going to give our top four tonight, or are we not going to worry about that? Maybe we don't want to ascend oh. four states, or maybe <laughs> three states, or maybe even two states. Yeah, no, I I think I think um, just to be fair to everyone, we we should probably list it. Bearing in mind, every mm. top four I ever pick will have the thunder in it. So I'm really only I'm really only picking a top three. Um, so I I think. Given that, we're going to see the stars in the top four. Right. We are going to see the strikers in the top four. And we're going to see the scorchers in the top four. Okay. Scorchers, yeah. I'm, I'm really sitting there with you. For mine, Canes and Gage miss out. Pete have got to do a little bit of work. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think Thunder can get into the top four, no doubt about that, and then go from there. Um. But for mine, I'm a bit of a fan of the. I, I like the look of her scorches. Yeah. Okay. I really do. And we didn't mention the sixes there, but uh, they'll be there. They'll, they'll be there. They'll be there or thereabouts. Um. Yeah. yeah always. Did, are. did you have them in your top four? No, I didn't. Oh. I wow. didn't. Yeah, I I probably should have, um, but yeah, you I, can't have them all. Can you, you can't have them all. No, I, if I could, I would, uh, but I can't, and that's and, what the regular and season's don't go, for. Don't go writing in letters to the Matt's mailbag about <laughs> that. You know, pick, picking on the sixes and whatnot. Uh, but, well, you, you feel like you do, you do, but <laughs> well, you, you know um, what it is, Robbie. It's it's actually yeah. it's actually sour grapes. Because really, I, yeah, because I got the entire WBBL top four correct, except I included the sixes over the stars. You did and, too, and the sixes, the sixes missed out. They let me down. 
No, okay. they didn't really. They didn't really let me down. I, I, I just think it's one of those, one of those things that uh, happens from time to time when you go out on a limb. I'm so used to sitting on the fence, Robbie. It's not like me to. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> it's no, not it's... like me to make a bold statement. But uh, yeah, and if you would like to um, get your constructive reviews in, Matt's mailbag is the place to do it. One hundred one R Bungle Gumby Road, Burrabadine, New South Wales two eight three O. The bag is the bag is absolutely chock a block full with Christmas cards at the moment. Uh, and a reminder too, if you do send us a Christmas card, please make sure you leave a return address, and we'll send you a nice little mm. nice little thank you in the mail from Robbie and myself. Yep. But guess what, Robbie? I reckon we're nearly done, aren't we? Yeah. You know what's funny? Last time, last time, one of our regular listeners, uh, when we said, when I said, Robbie, we're out of time, he said he looked at his. Uh, Looked at the time left on the podcast and there was still four minutes to go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, well, the, look, we, we might sharpen it up a bit tonight. Yeah, so yeah. At, the, at the risk of dragging things out, uh, we'll, we'll do our massive thanks to Johan Botha once again. So good of him to give us some of his time the night before his return to the Big Bash and really appreciated his insights. Don't forget, too, we had a, a one-hour chat with him earlier in the year. Really interesting stuff, and you can find that on the Cricket Library podcast feed. Make yeah. sure you check that one out. And enjoy the wall-to-wall cricket in the coming days. I'll be watching uh, the opening game from out the back of Burke, and I'll try and get some footage uh, for the social media channels there, Robbie. So yeah. I can actually oh, yeah, show you. Yeah, the uh, and and there is the back of Burke Heritage Centre, so I'll make sure I get a maybe get a postcard from there and, and maybe oh, send send, send one I'd down love to that. you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Robbie, it is time for us to go. A massive thanks to you, and of course to all of our listeners. Please make sure you rate and review on iTunes, etc. And we'll be back next week with a preview of the Test series between Australia and India. This has been. Robbie McKinlay and Matt Ellis for the Cricket Library Weekly. Bye for now.